All right, welcome back to the Max Effort Kitchen Podcast. We have a great food for thought episode for you today, so sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Effort Kitchen. We are a food for thought episode. I am your host, Chef Matt, and that was my game show host voice. Uh, <laughs> welcome, welcome, co host uh, Sean Thornton. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing really well. <laughs> All right. How are, you? How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I, I know. What's that? A game show host that recently passed away, Bob Barker. Oh, yeah. You know, you know what's crazy about that is that, okay, so we were watching Happy Gilmore. My wife and I were watching Happy Gilmore like three weeks ago. And we're, we're laughing about the Bob Barker scene because we think it's one of the better scenes. It is great. <laughs> and she goes, is he still alive? And I go, oh, no, he's dead. <laughs> so she calls me the other day. She goes, you, you jinxed Bob Barker. And I was like, how did I jinx Bob yeah. Barker? And she goes, he just died. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> like, Just what age he was when he died. Uh, I'm going to guess because I haven't seen uh, 92. 99. Wow. Which is the number you want to win the wheel. I mean, that, holy boom. What? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow, dude. No shit, right? It's almost like. It was almost like cult. It's you know he died. I don't know why, but it's almost like of course that would be the way that AG would to diet. Holy crap, dude! Recording in progress. That is um, pretty fascinating. Uh, what you just heard as I'm recording the video. So. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I was like, oh god, no, 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 no. The, the audio is being recorded. Content. I just want to. I want to. I want to play with the video a little bit. In, All right, so the best way. Gilmore has. Uh, my, it's like my favorite thing ever. Like, man, it's you eat pieces. <laughs> I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. Yeah, you eat pieces of shit for breakfast. It's like, oh my god, dude! I laughed it so have hard. Been better. I, it couldn't have been. I know. And that's the thing about his movies is like, nothing is like Happy Gilmore. Billy Madison, I didn't. Doesn't hold up to oh, time. I love. I mean, I haven't watched it in twenty years. I haven't watched man, it either. But. Like I was really, really pleasantly happy when I, we watched that and I'm like, we're laughing on the couch, like laughing hard. And I was like, mm -hmm. this, this completely holds up, but yeah. Yeah. I bet it does. I haven't seen it in a while, but it is a good movie. I think at that, I think that was the last thing I watched for besides punch on Love, which is way off center, but I don't like anything else. Right. Not much. I just never. The one that really I was like, this guy sucks is the remote one where you can like. Oh, click. Shank, click. I was like, this is over. No. You know, that yeah. one. And I think the wedding singer was a little, a little sketchy, but. Uh, I didn't like that. I, Lil Nicky was really. Oh, nice. I did not. Yeah. No, yeah. no. But you know what I like about Lil Nicky? Like now I think about it 20 some years later. Yeah. I don't, I don't think they put out like really bizarre it's just like for movie theater weird ideas like they used to. Yeah. Like there'd be always really weird ideas in movie theaters. And even like even in the pop culture, like think about some of the Tom Hanks stuff. Right. Like Splash, like with a mermaid, like just some really 
strange things is that's where you're funneling ideas into. That's how you're experiencing it in theaters. Right. Right. DVD on VHS. And ah, sometimes movies just don't have that like oddball, oddball stuff. Well, yeah. I mean, that's the nineties was, was like full of that Encino man. Like, where did that come from? You know what I mean? Like, and then Brandon Frazier rises from that. And I'm like, what? Like, you know, I'm the duck. Howard the Duck. What was happening there? Or all the Pauly Shore movies? Like, oh, Oh, what's a son-in-law? Like those movies, I mean, they are, uh, they're perfect for the time and the era of which they came out. But like, they don't go any farther past that, I don't think. I mean, I know I haven't seen them in a long time, so I don't know. I, uh, I mean, some will hold up, some might not. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure Happy Gilmore will always hold up. Just thinking about it, yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, the whole the whole scenes, all the scenes built around Stubbs is like those were so funny. Like I, we were just mm-hmm. laughing so hard mm-hmm. at those. I think I need to watch it again. Yeah. Stubbs is all timer. I know <laughs> he really is. He really is. Um, so, uh, how's your week been, Sean? Busy work. Yeah. Eating food whenever I can. <laughs> I've been in, I've been doing chopsticks. Like, I want to eat all my food with chopsticks. Awesome. That's my thing. Are you pretty good so with chopsticks? Like, I'm getting really good. Yeah. yeah like I, I did the uh, our uh, our cabbage uh, chop salad today. Okay. Uh, with a. <laughs> Spicy ginger dressing. <laughs> I'm using names of my salad. I don't know what it is. Oh, I love it. In, inside pizza cow joke. Yes, uh, it yeah, is. I, uh, I ate that with chopsticks and I loved it. I was like, this is the way <laughs> you should eat this salad. It's much more fun to work with your fingers like this. It really is. Get closer to your food. I mean, and eating I, while standing with chopsticks. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, you know, eating cho- eating noodles with chopsticks is a lot of fun. I love to like just wrap them around, pull it up, pull the yeah. chopsticks out. Like that's the fun. Um, I it took me a second to eat like loose rice, like a fried rice or something. Oh, I can do that now. Yeah. I yeah, I I can, but it's hard. I'd say I'm probably the worst at that. Um, also, but, they're great for taking other people's food. <laughs> yeah, you can come in and snipe on people's you just plates. Come in, you're like, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they don't even see it coming. It's great. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, awesome. Duh. So, I, as you know, I've been on yeah. I'm a vacation. I took a little little time off. Took the family out to a place called Eagle Crest Resort out in Central Oregon, and I had a. Uh, uh, I mean organically we talk about stuff already on this show, but like this is going to be super organic because I don't get why resort. Now this is on a resort. It has like three golf club or golf courses. Um, it's got like a bunch of little hubs, a bunch of gyms, pools. There was like one place that had an infinity pool and it was just really well done. Really nice places. We got an Airbnb on there. There's people that live there. There's people to vacation there. Now it's in the middle of central Oregon, kind of by Redmond bend area. I'm checking it out now. Like it's, it's pretty legit. It's pretty legit. <laughs> it looks legit. And I know exactly what this is. <laughs> yes. Yes. And so here's, uh, here's something that, that always boggles my mind because we'll, we'll stay we stay at sun river. We stay at different resorts, black butte, and every single time the food 
is sub, I mean, straight subpar. And what always gets me about it is all these houses, like the houses that we stay in, right? They always have like magazines of all the, the resort amenities. And you look uh-huh. at the pictures of the food on there and it looks immaculate. You're like, oh, I want that. And then you show up to it and you're like, wait a minute. What, what am I getting here? Like, and the thing about it that always boggles my mind is the resort chef is one of the higher paid chefs. They're wearing the full on uniform chef Mm -hmm, coat. mm -hmm. They're skilled. They're working for upper class, rich white people. And like, why? Okay. So if we're going to have that caliber of a chef, why isn't the food better? That's what I want to know. That's all I want to know. It's interesting because I've never had, yeah, I've, I've been to resorts all around in the, in the world and I'm always feeling the same way. It's like the food, it's a different culture there, mm-hmm. especially in like, if you go to like Southeast Asia and do it, they completely like, they like refine it too much Yeah, and it misses that like classic appeal. Yeah. And I'm looking at those photos too, the place you went, it does look good, but you could tell that it's like BS because they have like per perfectly placed blueberries on an oatmeal. Exactly. That's not how you serve oatmeal. It's not how it comes. Like, exactly. So I guess my question for you on this is like, what what is it standing out about this experience that you found the food to be lackluster? Is it is it just, is it seasoning? Is it just the menu is just the same? Yeah, I find that the menus are the same. The pub burger is always like a really, ele- oh, yeah. they're, they're trying too hard. And this was just a compound of over the past couple of years at all the different places where we've vacationed of just of, of like, because, okay. So to me, when I go on vacation, you know, there's an aspect of me that kind of likes to do nothing, but there's also the other part that we're like, we we're out doing things. And so we have a good, even balance of that. Right. And so when we stay at these resorts. One part of the, um, the plan there is like, we don't have to go too far for dinner. And, um, cause sometimes, and as you know, um, there, and we can talk about this here too, as well, because I know this is a thing, but how difficult it is to go out as a family when you're on vacation and eat a meal. And that's something that, that we, we should definitely hit on. But like, that's part of the reason why it's like, okay, let's stay at this place that has a couple restaurants on the grounds. That way, one of the nights when we do go out, like we can make it pretty easy and we can still get home and do like family game night and go on a walk and stuff like that. So it's, it's accessible. So, but the compound of all the ones we've stayed at is just like, why? Okay. You guys are pumping this food up. Like it's some immaculate thing. You're calling it a lot. You're, you're, you're charging, $25 $25 for, uh, you know, a pub burger and some onion rings. I, I just expect it to be a little bit more refined or artisan. Not so it, it feels like they're trying too hard. That's what it is. It feels like they're trying too hard to fit a mold that is just like, why don't we just make good food? Why don't you take a gander at like, you know, the local, uh, the local restaurant scene in, in the, neighboring cities see what's being done really well there combine that and make a menu of something that represents the the area and the region rather than trying to build like a five-star resort menu you know because i think that yeah if you have something that represents the area that's going to hit better that's going to make more sense to me Mm -hmm. 
I'm also coming from well, a different perspective. Be, yeah, and I think it might just start with the resort in itself. Like it's it's a getaway, mm-hmm. and it's supposed to extract you from the norm, but yeah. experience the outside environment. It's like a resort on a beach is like you have this access to the beach. That's what right. you want. You don't need to go anywhere. Yeah, and we're going to cultivate that experience, but it's not it's not about understanding where you're at it's about i guess it's it's about isolation in a way like yeah. getting away from the normal that makes I think sense. that's in the end like the food just doesn't i've always felt it was always too clean in a way yeah you know, like never and then it's also too expensive yeah you know like they don't and in the end the dining out is hella complicated with kids <laughs> and then you go to these places and the price tags oh, are high and you know, they're really picky. You don't, you start, you know, they're like, my kids don't even deserve this. Right. Like, you should just be eating at home. Like, and I cook. That's what always tastes better anyways. Shouts to me. The shout outs like, to me. Love it. Yeah. And then it's yeah. like. <laughs> That's awesome. But, uh, yeah. I, uh, I love eating out. And yeah. I always wanted to be so fun with kids. Sometimes it's great. And sometimes it's. Not great, but you got to be smart. You got to pick the right time. Yep. They can't be too hungry. Correct. Can't be too expensive. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, you got to have French fries. Yeah, there it is. You know, we have a a fairly good strategy, and I would say 90% of the time it works, but we, we feed them before we go. So it's like, we, you know, like we'll make Maddie a grilled cheese. We'll make Maddie or Jackson, his waffles and some carrots and everything. And then when we get there, Alana and I are ordering what we want and there, maybe there's time for their dessert, you know? And so they get, they get dessert or maybe they, you know, maybe like, they're like, no, I just want to get some fries and they share fries and like an apple juice or something like that. And so they're still able to, um, you know, come with us. Although it still dictates where we go because like, like we were talking, we were talking last night and we're like, where should we go? When we ended up picking this little, like kind of, I guess it's kind of a brewery place, pub, pub breweries. I don't know. Anyways, it's called the ski resort. It has good burgers, good sandwiches, good barbecue. And it was, it was, it's really good. We've been there before. And, um, you know, it's like, we can't go to the Mediterranean. We can't go to the, you know, the Japanese. We can't do all that because we know um, that still with the desserts, our kids are not going to order anything they like. They want a certain kind of dessert. They want like an ice cream and a brownie. They want, you know, uh, what, whatever they're serving their cookies, I guess. I don't know. Creme but, brulee? Creme brulee. I mean, they, no, they wouldn't eat creme brulee. Maddie would. I don't know if Jackson, I've never actually put it in front of him, so I don't know if he would or not. But um, also, here's a little little trick that we do, and this is part of my introvert. <laughs> but we go on vacation the week before a holiday. So like, yeah. and, and we yeah. do it a Sunday through a Wednesday. So no matter what restaurant we go to, it's not busy. <laughs> yeah. We're not dealing with crowds. Because it's the week yeah. before Labor Day, <laughs> and yeah, yeah. we actually get cheaper lodging prices, and it's oh, just yeah, yeah. no traffic. It's like, for me, it completely makes sense. Now I know there's people that like to enjoy the crowds and enjoy all that stuff. I don't, don't personally. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I hate the crowd. That's a good idea. I think. I mean, 
I understand about the food thing, and I the reason why I have a hard time is generally about attitude. You know, like, yeah, and patience. Patience. And That's a good not one. Wanting to leave, so it's like, and this is we always say this at the house, but it's complicated. Like our job as parents is to give them food to eat and dynamic meal as best as you can. Yeah. And it's up to them to make that decision. Like I, I can't, and I mean, we don't go to Mediterranean restaurants. We have gone to Mediterranean restaurants and then that's what I'm saying. Like the kid just gets fries, but yeah, it's like, I don't know. Like, yeah, here's, here's the food. I made you a nice plate, man. Yeah. It's, it's tough. But then, you know, like I said, with us, it's like, we got to, we got to feed them first because that way yeah. we know they're going to eat and they're going to eat the dinner that we like or that they like. And then if they're still hungry, they can get something really light. I don't know. I mean, or we just leave them at home and not take, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> you know, I, I will say that we don't in when I'm, when we're home, I, we don't dine out as a family that often. Yeah. It's like a special yeah. occasion if we do. And, if so the dining out really comes with us getting a babysitter and Alana and I going on a date night and that still is only like a couple times a month. So, you know, uh, I would say that vacation for them is about part of it is about dining out and it's just tough. It's just tough to do. Yeah. Yeah. It is hard. Yeah. It's hard. It's taxing. You want to make the right choice. You also don't want to be bummed out. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, when you go to like, I go to long beach Washington all the time, right. You know, multiple times a year. And every time I'm like, it's the food here. <laughs> now here's, here's a winner. Okay. And I, and I talked about this, um, on my, on the other podcast that we, that I do, which is the one thing I seek out when I go to a new place is the local pizza restaurant. And right. Right. Um, I, it's been very hit or miss. I've gotten some real bad pizza, but I've also got some pretty good pizza. Um, do you, do you remember or have you eaten in any time recently like round table pizza? No, I've never had round table. Wow. It's a, it's a very unique style of pizza. Um, it's like everything is pushed out to the edge and it's a thin crust, like bowling alley style, tavern style. No, it's a, it, it, it feels thin crust, but it does have bubbles in it. Okay. And so that's what this, that's what this place was. It was called Pappy's pizza. And Uh We ordered takeout. Alana, you know, drove up there. It was like 10 minutes away. Got it, brought it back. And it was really good. I mean, it gave a little bit of heartburn, but it was like, we always just order pepperoni and then we'll order stuff for the kids. And that's, that's a part, that's a really fun thing that we all look forward to. Like it's always the day we get in because we don't want to cook and we don't want to go out to dinner. So it's like get pizza, play some games and just chill for a little bit. But yeah. There it is. Pappy's Pizzeria. (laughs) Pappy's. They so you, you didn't eat inside. No, but get this, Alana goes. She she goes and picks it up. She comes back and she goes, "Man, the B team was working today." And I was like, "What do you mean the B team was working?" She goes, "When I walked in, there were two employees standing there with the oven door open. One of them had a bowl full of pineapple, and they were arguing on whether they should cook the pineapple on the pizza or not." And I like stood there for a good two minutes while they sat there and argued. And I was like, Oh my God, did you just tell them to put the pizza or put the pineapple on the pizza? (laughs) That's yeah. That was funny. I got to say these prices are crazy. 60 bucks, dude. 
I've spent sixty dollars with tip there. A large pizza is forty dollars. We ordered so we ordered a medium and we had enough for lunch, dude. It was it was bonkers. I was like, we're getting a medium because I'm not paying forty bucks for a large pizza. It was their lunch buffet is cheap though. Lunch yeah. buffet, yeah, between eleven and two, all you can eat pizza, bottomless soda, and a one time through salad bar, twelve <laughs> bucks for an adult. How are they regulating that one time? <laughs> There's some like they hire some people just like watch that. Shit. Yeah, right. It looks like they have slides for yeah. kids in an arcade. And this is why Alana went on her own is because they have a full indoor park, and we're like, no, we don't like feel like dealing with strep throat this weekend, so we're not yeah, gonna do that. We were. That's like the thing. It's like. There's a couple of places like that in Vancouver, and we're like, yeah, even before COVID, I was like, this is how you get sick. <laughs> yeah. And now it's totally like, how do you is. go back to that? Right. You don't. And it's so, it, it was funny that they have, uh, they still have that up and running. And I'm like, You're, we're, we're getting takeout here, buddy. So there's a legit one here in ba- Vancouver called Dizzy's Castle. And it's got, oh, yeah. I mean, I would, I would have a great time. Doing Interesting. It, it I've never heard of this place. There's nets. There's, oh all kinds of stuff but it's a it's a cesspool (laughs) you can't clean that shit it's there's mucus and noses there's spit there's running there's just what kids do no it's not good right it's also like okay to get dirty yeah like i'm okay with that yeah yeah but i'm like you might get sick that's the reality it kind of is right I mean, and that's crazy. Uh, There's like, I, I don't know. I was talking to Danny at, at work and he was telling me about, I don't know if you've ever done this, but there's a indoor water park in McMinnville. That is. Oh that yes. I know what you're talking about. Museum. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's also an indoor water park. And it's like, it's a lot of fun. It's not that much money. Right. There's a lot of great stuff to do. And then he's like, one funny thing is anytime I went to the bathroom, there's no one in there. <laughs> yeah that makes you think <laughs> that's and like, it's okay. like the place is bonkers <laughs> <laughs> just let it go in the pool just let it go in the pool oh my gosh oh wow yeah i won't be going yeah. there <laughs> no nah. well that's the thing like i guess i went to those growing up yeah. i've been to a lot of water so parks so did i i'm not gonna I'm going to do it at some point. I'm just going to do it. I don't I, care. I, for you, I would imagine you probably grew up with the legit water parks. And I, cause I, and oh, yeah. I used yeah. to watch, uh, the ultimate water park on the travel channel. And like, yeah. it seemed like that, like Midwest area was just packed mm-hmm. with the, Midwest. with the dope oh, yeah. ones. Like those were the ones to go to dope. Like greatest one of the greatest music parks in the u.s is yeah. in ohio and yeah. sandusky at cedar point and there's also i grew up next to a sea world that had a great stuff there's giaga lake uh there's nice. king's island there's so much shit cedar point is decked out one of a kind i would fly to ohio just to go to that amusement park for fun See, and now how disappointed were you when you moved out here were you like uh i'm not it's not that big of a deal but were you or were you like 
I really wish they had a good water park around here. I used to think that. Yeah. I used to think that about that in roller coasters, and then you just, like, move on. Yeah. They don't do that here. Totally. But I, because we would do it every summer. We would go, me and my friends. Yep. And especially Cedar Point every year, and there's, like, there was this ride that they, they ended up closing it down and changed it up. It was called Top Race Drag or something, and it you're on, like, a, it shoots you off like you're on an aircraft carrier. Okay. That jet hydraulic push yeah and it's zero to 120 in like three seconds <laughs> straight the fuck up little yep. tiny turn and straight down and yep. it is wild dude they have one like that at six flags called superman and i kind of yeah. i don't know if it was as fast as what you're talking about because <laughs> that's like throwing up um but like i remember something very similar like that at, at the uh six flags but Six I'm, Flags down at Magic Mountain, right? Yeah. Like, something like that? Yeah. That's great. I love that place. Love it. I mean, that's, I, that's as good. Like, Cedar Point's a little better than that, but okay. that's a lot of fun. Yeah. See, fun. in Idaho, we had um, water parks, and we had some pretty good ones. Yeah. At least when I was a kid, I felt like there were. And it just, like, was the second you get into Oregon, you get these really kind of run-down subpar ones. And so, you know, maybe it's just not the thing around here. And I, I, I totally get that. There's uh, Wild Waves. Yes, I know. <laughs> I've never done it, but it's like, They're God, you're right next to the highway. I, like, it's so loud. <laughs> it can't be that <laughs> awesome. But um, that will be probably where we go. Yeah. You know, the kids will have a great time. One of my favorite things is the wave pools. I like wave pools. I really do. Yeah. They're really yeah. cool. I like watching the videos of the wave pools <laughs> where it's just like, yeah, <laughs> in China. Where it's they're, like, good night. They're just like That's getting hammered. <laughs> so I went to this water ski park yeah. in Thailand all the time, and it was all pulled on cables. Okay. So you like, it, you grab a hold of it, the cable comes around. You know, and then it pulls you onto the water and you follow this like pulley system instead of a boat. Yeah. And it was uh, a lot of fun. I mean, you could wakeboard, you could you do solo, solo, the solo ski, which was a lot of fun. The solo <laughs> ski, you get like really crazy cuts. Nice. It was so fun. You could do these wild like S turns really fast. And then you would like go by and the drive, like the people operating it would just, you could like tell them to speed it up and they would, it was hilarious, <laughs> but it was, a uh, the, it was just like a big giant ditch. Dig <laughs> and the water was crazy dark brown. The floor <laughs> oh, was no. like mush. Oh was, my. I went Lord. all the time too. And you yeah. could, like, if you fell, like you could stop and go into the pier, which you almost always did, because the opposite is like putting your feet through this muck. Right. That right. is one of a kind gross that you're definitely <laughs> checking for leeches and shit. Oh god, no. Oh. That's now that's an experience. That's an experience yeah. that you're gonna always remember and I love that. That is that is fantastic. Water skiing is awesome. I my yeah. neighbors do it and yeah. I'm jealous of them because they got this like boat and shit i grew up on so after we moved from idaho i moved down to a little spot like right outside of eugene called uh vanita elmira and there's um a lake down there called fern ridge lake and my dad rented a house it was just me and my dad and he rented a house from a guy that had two houses on his property and so the house that he rented was like a two-bedroom it was like a pool house right but it wasn't there was Mm -hmm. no pool there 
Um, but this guy had a boat. And so he would always like, he, my dad befriended him and everything. And he would always take us out. And my dad used to swall a slalom ski, like the one ski. Yeah, the one ski. And yeah. I, uh, I was never good at that. I did the double skis or the inner tube, but it's a mm-hmm. lot of fun, man. Like mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun. And you just, mm-hmm. you can, you can have some massive wrecks, but like the feeling of, of hitting across the way or across the lake as you're like turning is just such a cool feeling. Just like skimming across the water. I don't know. Oh, I know. It's awesome. Yeah. Did you, the kneeboard too is like, I never kneeboarded. I never did that. And yeah. I've always, always and that wanted takes to. no real skill, but then you like just get good at maneuvering it and the way it like clicks in. It's, it's great, but mm. It is a lot of fun. It is. It's going over those wakes, right? That yeah. just like really sets it off. Yeah. <laughs> you feel it's just a unique feeling because I mean, it's the skin of water is so strong and yeah. you're like connected to it. I, 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 I'm not, it's amazing. It's, it is. I love it. it really is. Well, I'm going to switch gears here because I could talk about lakes and skiing and all that stuff for a long time. Cause it's, it's something I grew up doing and I wish I did a little bit more, but, uh, I read a cool article about hot sauce. And so I was like, you know what? Hot, I don't, I don't think hot sauce is, is a, um, undervalued thing. I think hot sauce is very valued, but I wanted to go through and talk about like our favorite hot sauces and what we thought was trash. Um, mm-hmm. one, when I was reading this article, it was just talking about it. It was an article based off of these, um, this group of people that always bring hot sauce wherever they go, wherever they travel. They always have a bottle of hot sauce in their bag. And then I, as I start reading it and reading it, it would, and then it talked about NASA and how the astronauts will blow through hot sauce up in the space station because it uh, counteracts what gra- uh, zero gravity does to flavor, which zero gravity does like just dulls the flavor of food. And so by putting hot sauce on it, it's like it's giving that food flavor again. And so they uh, and I said, I think it was saying that the uh, sriracha and Tabasco were the top two um, hot sauces that they use up there. And they would go through a ton mm-hmm. of it. And I didn't know anything wow. about that. I, did, I had no idea. But I didn't know also didn't have any idea that there was this like cult following of people who travel around with just hot sauces and like. Put, yeah. the, put it on anything, bring it to you to the restaurant and they're dipping their own hot sauce in there. Have you ever heard of something like this? Yeah. I mean, I guess like I recently saw it actually. Uh, I had the unfortunate experience of eating a slice of Costco pizza <laughs> and someone had their own hot sauce. Okay. You know? Yeah. And then I was like, I said, I was like, Oh shit, maybe I should get some hot sauce. And I look <laughs> and there isn't any. And I'm like, Oh, that's their sauce. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I, I don't know. Um, so my question to you is what's your go-to hot sauce? Oh my, uh, it depends on what I'm eating. Here it goes. Oh, that's a good one. I don't have a go-to. Okay. Depends okay. on what I'm eating. Yeah. Um, God, I guess like in the end I'm using sambal or sriracha. Yeah. Those are the two that I probably use the most. Okay. Uh, but I also like just, I don't know if it's a sauce, but it is, it's the crispy garlic chili oil. Yes. Use that all the time. Uh, and vinegar based, if I'm doing that, 
I'm really open to vinegar-based sauces. I'm down with anything. Crystal, I kind of like. Uh, shit, Tabasco tastes good on eggs. Yeah. Tabasco's really good on eggs. Tabasco's great on eggs. And that's, I, I wrote down, like, Chipotle Tabasco, because I Ooh, use yeah. it on my eggs every single time. And I'm just that's like, so good. Yeah. I, I just don't understand. It's so darn good. And then you remember when Cholula was the thing to get? That was a big. There's a Cholula yeah, phase. There is. You don't see it as much anymore. You don't. I have a. I have like three bottles in my uh, cabinet, and I always like. Eh, I'm not going to open those quite yet. But there was a phase of Cholula. Um, mm-hmm. <sighs> Sriracha is just such a hard one for me to get away from. I love it. It's so well rounded, and it it mm-hmm. really goes well on pretty much. I've never put it on anything, and I was like, oh, that's gross. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's just I mean, I never happened. Spoon, yeah, like, ah. I know, right? And so, um, yeah, no, I think uh, for me, it's it's uh, Ch- Chipotle, Tabasco, and Sriracha. Now, yeah. is there such thing as a bad hot sauce out there? I don't know. Yeah, like things that are too hot. Yeah, it's too okay. Hot, it's not okay. palatable. And it's okay. just meant for heat. Uh, I've dabbled in those. Those are not... That's not about flavor. That's about uh, drug use. <laughs> <laughs> that's the fucking, that's the quote of the freaking week, dude. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, wow. And did we're done. The, <laughs> yeah, did you see the Curb episode of Bob Odenkirk and Hot Sauce? You've been watching Curb a little bit, right? Yeah, I have. I, I've seen a couple with Bob Odenkirk. I don't know if I've, I, I, can I don't remember. Oh, no, there's only a, one. Are you sure? Only one with him and Curb. Yeah. And he's, he's a famous I'm thinking retired else. porn star. Oh no, I have not seen that one. Nope. He, he's hot sauce. If okay. you put it in a Tabasco right off the butt, you're erecting <laughs> real rock hard. Well, <laughs> Dude, we're, we're, we're very much on par today. I was just going to ask you if you've ever put hot sauce on your balls before. Cause that used to be like a, that used to be like a prank in the nineties, like put it in his jock strap. And I'm like, nobody wears a jock strap guys. Come on. <laughs> like, what uh, I used doing? to be like the jock strap thing, like scared me away from sports. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I mean, they didn't do it in soccer and basketball. So I'm like, no. I'm chilling. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, they definitely didn't. I, I never, I mean, a jock strap was, what, where did I see that? I saw, Oh, it was in the nerds, the movie nerds. Oh man. They put hot sauce in one of the dudes jock straps yeah, and they were acting yeah. like it was like the worst thing ever so i'm like okay does hot sauce actually burn your balls i can't imagine yes. it would you think so oh yes well i mean i've had the bad experience of and i mean cutting tied like chili peppers and then not being properly washed and going to the bathroom interesting yes wow very hot <laughs> Okay, well, I'm glad you uh, you you put that to bed for me because I was about to be like, I'm going to try it, and you I'll video. Like, yeah, like <laughs> that's what. Uh, all right, new idea, half baked idea, half baked idea. Go. I like it. Let's go. <laughs> Let's do it. You know, hot ones. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I know you're Instead going. Instead of like doing it in your putting it on your mouth you're putting it on your genitals yeah. so we'll see how far you can take it oh <laughs> uh, you know um i've seen clips of that show but i've never actually seen an full episode i've never watched it Just i mean find a famous person that you're like comfortable with and yeah. they're entertaining okay okay i'll check it out you know it's really like because they're pushed and 
it makes me jealous though because I love it's so it's also it's like eating food right. one into it, uh, sampling different things into it, hot sauce into it, really fucking hot hot sauce into it. Like I always watch it. I'm like, damn, I wish someone would do that to me. I want to be asked questions <laughs> and like take it to the edge because when you get like really hot, you get taken to the edge. It is wild what happens. Oh yeah. Oh yes. It's um let's see i think the hottest i've ever done was i did uh the great balls of fire at a place called salvador molly's where they make yeah i know about that yeah, yeah the five habanero balls and then the yeah. habanero salsa and um so I, it was after a softball game and i get up there we, we're doing it i'm drinking this drink the the bartenders feed me this thing called a painkiller which is like coconut rum and like uh, coconut milk and a bunch of stuff that he's like, Oh, this will take it away. So I'm not only am I eating this habaneros, um, I'm getting drunk and I finish it. And then they make me eat the salsa and I eat the salsa. And I remember driving home. Well, Alana driving me home that day, that night. And I was like, I looked at her and I go, I feel like I'm rolling on ecstasy right now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she goes, you're fucking high, aren't you? And I'm like, yeah, I don't know what's going on, but this is great. Yeah. It was a very, yeah. very euphoric feeling. I had no idea that that was going to happen. And I'm like, so there's something to that, right? Oh, yeah. I definitely think it's euphoric. Really hot experiences are uh, in almost enlightening in ways. Yeah. Like, you're like, and then it like gets your eye. And then when it starts to like calm down you like feel like you like just came out of a k-hole or something yeah. i've never done k so i don't know <laughs> i like it a lot yeah one, one thing i like about the hot sauce challenges is the gradual step instead of just getting like the ghost pepper sauce and doing it one time you're kind of like working your way up and experiencing the different flavors that you get from right chilies and and dry spices and vinegar and uh i know you can like buy the thing you can like buy the hot ones hot sauce lineup and do it i think i, I feel like we had who was it oh uh, uh, was it jade that brought those in mm -hmm. i think she brought some mm -hmm. in yeah um yeah no i think uh there's i mean you know I, I hear that there's all kinds of like antioxidants and that stuff but like i really i really enjoy i, I think a pepper is a very interesting product and just you know, uh, someone was asking me the other day, like, they're like, Hey, how do you, how can you tell, or like, how, how can, like, if I look at this meter and it tells me that, um, these chilies are at a certain temperature or they have a certain amount of, uh, I'm blanking the name. Help me out here. Scoble scale. Yeah. The Scoble scale. Um, yeah. like why, why, how can they measure that? And I'm just like, I don't know the answer to that. I wish I did. Um, I, I, but like, it's how many units of water it takes to wash away the spice. Okay, there it is. Well, yeah, uh, Jesse, if you listen to this, that's what it is. <laughs> um, it's like, and that's why, I like the ones in that hot sauce is like shows like sixty thousand. Like, I don't, I don't know what it would take to. That would be, I don't even twelve quarts of water isn't going to get rid of that spiciness. <laughs> you know, it's like no. Why? I wonder why they use water. Because I mean, you shouldn't really it drink lose water. it, right? It like. It will, it will lose. It's like when it isn't spicy anymore. Okay. Okay. So when it flushes it pretty much. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Um, Sean, you had a hot take. What, what's your hot take? Oh yeah. So we're, we're going to do, 
We're gonna do hot takes. Yes. Every episode. Every episode. Okay. I got I've one. Got a lot. You got one. Got a lot. Oh, but, dude. Yeah. Um, all right. I think that almond milk, <laughs> soy milk, <laughs> rice milk, all that shit is whack. It's not milk. It's runoff <laughs> or something like that. It's absolutely it's not milk. Not milk. <laughs> milk comes from a teat. Okay. Yeah. This stuff is, you can call it whatever you want. I call it runoff. That way no one orders it anymore. <laughs> and I don't drink milk. I guess I think like, if you don't drink milk, oh. you don't, and you don't participate in whatever milk brings. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, I don't have, you don't have lattes. You don't have a big deal. They no. suck anyway. No. <laughs> wow. Dude. Like, okay. Hold up. Back up. I didn't know yeah. that you don't drink milk. You don't drink oh, it. Yeah, I don't drink milk. Interesting. No, 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 no. no, no. Is it just a flavor? Is it you just don't like? Is it, are you? You're not lactose intolerant, right? A little bit. No, I'm just an adult. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you. Okay, so the only time I drink milk two two times in my life is if I'm eating cereal or, uh, <laughs> and this is where I'm a child. Um, I drink cookies and milk. I drink cookies and milk. <laughs> Chocolate. Okay, never mind. I drink milk. What am I trying to say? I drink a no, shit ton of chocolate milk. milk. I'm not into it. Okay. It does make me feel weird. And honestly, like, I guess, like, I'm not a cereal person because it's like, yeah, I don't have cereal. Yeah. I don't do milk. I could, like, every once in a while, Steffi buys oat runoff, and I'm like, whatever. <laughs> I'll have some. Uh, I'll have some of that. And, Dude, I love that. And honestly, like other people are on my side i read an article that the fda is even like looking into it okay like, can you actually denote this as milk you cannot is this acceptable like you're not milking labeling? an almond like you're just not milking no. it like you are soaking it and extracting it and you have leftover hmm. runoff wow <laughs> dude that is that's gold right there <laughs> yeah so Bye-bye, Starbucks, and all your latte wackadoos yep, yep, with yep, this, this milk and milk that crap. milk. In my world, off. you just espresso shots, okay. black coffee. Wow. There it is. <laughs> there it is. That's a, that's, that's a hell of a hot take. I'm not going to be able to compare to that. Oh. <laughs> uh, my uh, hot take is uh, Pinot Noir is the next Merlot. <laughs> now i know you're not a wine drinker so it doesn't hit as hard i like this one now and this adds, this is why i'm not a wine drinker <laughs> because i absolutely i had a I, I opened a bottle of pinot noir so when i cook i like to have like a small glass of wine and i'm talking like this size this is mm -hmm. this is what i drink alcohol out of something this size and it just mm -hmm. it's just what i like and so i poured i opened a bottle of, of pinot noir because i was gonna cook with it and i so i poured some in that glass and I literally now it could have been just the bottle, but I spit it out. And I was like, I was so mad because I had to clean it up. <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? Fuck this hot take. Pinot Noir is shit. I hate that. Yeah. I, I have not had a good Pinot Noir and we supposedly live in the epicenter of Pinot Noirs. Stop making Pinot Noir. It's, it's outdone. It, we don't need to drink it anymore. It's not complex. It tastes like berry, like pressed juice with a yeah, little bit of tannin. That's the problem. Yeah. It's just tastes like juice. Yeah. It's got no, 
There's no. Rails. It's there's got nothing, nothing hanging out. There's nothing. It's just like, oh, cool. You're big, red, fruity, juicy. Yeah. Oh, your mouth feels thin again. Thanks for showing up. Yeah. Pinot Noir. Yeah. We're going to charge you $18 too for this bottle. <laughs> Exactly. And then we're going to then we're going to proclaim that we are the Pinot Noir, you know, yeah. epicenter of the wine industry. And we're not. And and that's not it's anything to be proud savvy of. Savvy marketing. I know. Savvy it, marketing. it really is. They made it seem like it was special. Yeah. It's not special. It's not. Let's just let's just put it put it back down what with Merlot. Want? I like I like Merlot more than I like Pinot Noir. Because Merlots are like dry as hell. And rough yeah, the yeah. Actually, I did hear uh, a thing a couple weeks ago saying Merlot is it's on the comeback. Oh, uh, yeah. They're like, after the after the Paul G, uh, what is it, Giotti? No. How do you say Paul his last Giamatti name? Paul Sideways? Yes. They yeah. said that single-handedly took down like 80% of the Merlot uh, like market. And I'm like, he does go into Merlot oh. on that one. That's like us going on Pinot Noir. If that movie yeah. came out now, it'd be Pinot Noir. Well, there you go. There it is. Pinot, hot take. Pinot Noir is the next Merlot. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I like. And, I like this. Uh, anybody want to sponsor this podcast? Yeah, yeah, uh, we will right. take your Pinot Noir and oat runoff money. We, we will, will absolutely it. run with that. <laughs> oh boy. I like this good move on the hot take. That was, that was all Sean's idea. And I freaking love it. It's, it, you know, there's this, a lot out there because it's just, you got to wake up and just, well, we do it every day. How many like, times, I'm gonna like, how many times a week yeah. do I get a text message? Hot take. Hot and take. I'm like, yep. Love it. This yeah, is great. Sometimes they're real like funny because they're like petty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this video dude. recording is gonna suck. Have you noticed how my camera? Sucks? Yeah, yeah, that's okay. I'm just gonna pull clips from it, so it's okay. yeah, it's not gonna. I haven't even started. So the... I'm wearing a V-neck T-shirt. <laughs> I I was gonna comment on that because I've never seen you in a V-neck, and I wear V-necks all the that's time. It's so... my undershirt. Oh, okay. Look how dirty those. Yeah, look at that. Are. Look at those armpits. Oh, <laughs> uh, have you ever wondered why? Um, so on a on a white shirt it turns yellow. On a dark shirt it turns white. Have you ever noticed that your armpit stains? <laughs> I don't know if that's just me. Yeah, it's because it's because of deodorant, right? Yeah, I guess it is. You don't wear deodorant. I mean, do I don't know. I do now. I have been for ever since. Basically, I was informed that you're smelling. Like <laughs> what? I think I've only smelled you like once or twice. Like. And that's nothing. It was when John's office and that remember when he was in Christie's office, he yeah. was there. Yeah. And yeah. it was a thing. Interesting. And would always be like, what the hell? Interesting. Yeah. Huh. Okay. But I did. And it's way better because, you know, it's, it was noticeable. It was huh. definitely there. Interesting. All right. Maybe I just didn't get that close to you. Um, you did it. <laughs> okay. Uh, dude, we're, we're sitting at 46 minutes. I think that that's a good show. We've covered a lot. Um, great comeback show. I think this was perfect. Um, yeah. You got anything, any last words there? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right, everybody. Thanks for checking us out. (laughs) Good. Uh, go, go out there and don't buy the runoff and don't buy Pinot Noir. Everybody have a great night. Just like. Except that you drink black coffee. Yeah, <laughs> just do it. Drink it in its yeah. natural form. That's what Ariel's everybody likes. for kids. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody, have a good night. Adios, Sean. <laughs>